Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Have you heard you can listen to your favorite news podcasts ad-free? Good news. With Amazon Music, you have access to the largest catalog of ad-free top podcasts included with your Prime membership. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash ad-free news podcasts. That's amazon.com slash ad-free news podcasts to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Erica Patterson, the ex-girlfriend of Daryl Brooks, opens up about the convicted Waukesha parade killer and her experience testifying at trial in a brand new interview. And she really doesn't hold anything back. Welcome to Sidebar, presented by Long Crime. I'm Jesse Weber. Daryl tried to make himself just like he did in court. He tried to make it seem like it was all about me. When you kill people, you killed them, but you want to make it about me. Interesting development for you right now in connection with the Daryl Brooks case out of Waukesha, Wisconsin. Now, this is the man who was convicted of 76 criminal charges, including six counts of first degree intentional homicide for killing six people and injuring dozens of others after driving his SUV into a Christmas parade. It was a wild trial that we covered here on Sidebar and also the Long Crime Network. We covered it from beginning to end, and it was a trial where Brooks represented himself, constantly getting into fights with the judge. He would get kicked out of court. He would bring up nonsense legal theories. Just a very unique trial-watching experience, to say the least. Well, now, one of the main players in this case has spoken out. Erica Patterson. This is Brooks' on-again, off-again girlfriend. Definitely his ex-girlfriend right now. This was the woman that he attacked right before the parade event. She did an interview with the Norman Nick show on YouTube, and I will tell you right now, she really doesn't hold anything back. Going to give you a little context here. Erica Patterson testified against Brooks when she was called as a witness by the state. He drove up farther more, and then that's when I jumped. It was on that up the hill, it was farther more, and then that's when he hit me and I um, jumped out of his car. Well, his mother's car. Where were you sitting when he hit you? The passenger side front seat. Where was he sitting? Driver's side. What did he use to hit you? His hand. Was it an open hand, a closed fist? Yes. And she was also cross-examined by Brooks. The second incident on November 21st did not happen on Frame Park. We were driving around and he hit me. What I'm asking is where you were at when you met him. Frame Park, yes. That's not what you just said. Yes. That's how Mr. Brooks knew where Frame Park is. He already knew Waukesha area in the first place. Same park. Yes. Hey guys, Sean Six Larkin here from On Patrol Live. The holiday season's upon us, and if you're looking for that perfect gift, 
to stuff down in that stocking or put under the tree for somebody else, pick up my book, Breaking Blue, Real Life Stories of Cops Falsely Accused. It's a great read, something you don't want to miss. You can pick it up on Amazon. By the way, she referred to the defendant as Brooks, partly because Brooks identified as a sovereign citizen, said he didn't really consent to being called his name. It was very, very complicated. Anyway, she was also called as a witness during his case. Do you recall having uh, any phone interactions during that time when you and your roommate were at the park? Phone interactions, yes. Do you recall who they were with? You. Well, first things first. In this interview with Norman Nix, Erica Patterson takes issue with what Brooks was trying to do in his questioning and even the idea of having to testify in the way that she did. So when Daryl was on the stand, I don't know if you saw that last part when he was trying to talk and trying to uh, ask Mm -hmm. you about drinking. Do you feel he was asking you that to try to entrap you to get kicked out of the shelter? Daryl was doing all that to get under my skin, to kick me out of the shelter. He wants my life to be the fact that I'm not with him, that he knows that he's never getting out of jail, he wanted to ruin my life. And that's why I feel like that's not a lie. Because why he I had to testify against him twice. Not once, but twice. And everything he was saying, he was trying to get on my skin. Why would you, first of all, why would y'all let somebody that been abused by somebody let him question the person that, like, you see how I was acting? I said, you hit me. He's like, oh, you're right. At the park that day before I met you, drinking. Yep, with my best friend. You said I didn't lie. I didn't lie about. Girl is just trying to put it on me. So what she was referring to is when Brooks was questioning her on the stand about her drinking habits and her seemingly trying to insinuate she was a bad mother. From a legal point of view, the argument could have been that Brooks was merely trying to impeach her credibility. But as you heard from Miss Patterson, she thought that this was a vindictive way for him to not only tarnish her character, but possibly get her kicked out of a shelter. Now, she does make an interesting point here. How on earth is it fair for an abuse victim to be questioned by her abuser? That's a very fair critique, but that is how our judicial system works when a defendant decides to represent himself or herself. Defendants have a constitutional right to represent themselves. And if they do that, they have a right to cross-examine state witnesses, including alleged victims. We saw the same thing in a recent trial of a guy accused of raping and attempting to murder his estranged wife. He represented himself and he actually questioned her on the stand. This is uncomfortable. It is awkward. It is tense, but it is legal. But now I want to move on to something that Patterson talked about, something that she didn't testify to at trial, something that she wasn't apparently allowed to testify to. And that's that two weeks before the parade incident, she says Brooks punched her and ran her over with that same red SUV. I'm the one that had a gash on my face, a broken finger still. My leg is still messed up. I have all these marks on me still from him. And it's like everybody's sticking up for him. Nobody understands why went through. Gotcha. They don't understand it. So that was another question that was on here since you brought up your leg. So when your leg, and I'm I'm going off memory because I didn't record our conversation, but the other day when you Mm -hmm. called me and we talked for, you know, 20 minutes or whatever, you uh, mentioned something about a broken leg. Now, did Daryl break your leg before the parade? He he ran me over November 2nd. Yes, he did. I had the night before I had got, I got, I was working at Hotel Metro. 
I had got off of work. I went to go get me a room. I didn't want to want to go back to him because he's freaking crazy is what happened. So I got me a room all night. He was talking, calling me, talking, blah, blah, blah. Okay. And then the next day when it's almost checkout, because Daryl, I gave him the address. Like I said, you never know why you would, you know, I gave him the address to the, uh, the hotel. I forgot what hotel it was. It was on Appleton in Milwaukee. He came there. And knocked on the freaking door, took my phone, punched me in my face. I ran down the street. He kept following me. And then we went to the gas station, the BP gas station. They have a video of this, of what he did to me. It's a video. It got recorded. He punched me again. I was bleeding everywhere. I still have the backpack and the damn shoes that he ran me over in. And um, he, uh, after he punched me, I walked away. I would never expect him to run me over. I walked away and he ran me the f over. He got charged with that. We still have cases for that. Our next court hearing is, I forgot, it's December 18th, I think it is. December something for when he ran me over. We still have cases oh, so for this. this but they would not let me Hold on, hold on, hold on. So this is not over. So this is not over, right? No, it's not over. So yeah, it's not surprising she couldn't testify about this because it was too far removed from the day in question. It didn't really have a causal connection to the parade incident. If it was introduced, it would have just been prejudicial evidence, especially since he wasn't convicted of that incident with Ms. Patterson. He wasn't charged with what happened in this trial. And look, we looked into this and it seems to be that he was arrested for this and then was out on bail. And then he obviously did what he did at the parade. And we believe that there will be proceedings in relation to this happening in December. But what is just so absolutely eerie about this is how he allegedly runs her over and then just weeks later, looks look what he does, the same car, the same weapon. Unbelievable. But Miss Patterson doesn't just have anger towards Mr. Brooks. No, she also talks about Brooks's mother, Dawn Woods. This is somebody who called her son a caged bird. She urged people to understand that her son has mental illness. Well, here is what Patterson had to say about Miss Woods. Don't liar. As far <laughs> as uh, Daryl's mother, I know you already told me, but just <laughs> hold on, hold on. How many times have you seen her in public since the parade? Uh, about four times. I've ran to her. I've been close to her, like I am around Corey, walking on Atkinson and Capitol, and she gets off her little bus and going to a little damn gas or the little grocery store galax g-a-l-s-t i ran to his mama more than once and she don't say to me we don't talk i walked past hey. her she walked past me clearly no love lost there and speaking of which a big question that people have for miss patterson and norma nix was fielding questions from viewers is how does patterson feel about brooks today will she ever visit him in prison will she ever have their daughter see him she had some answers for that too would you mm -hmm. send him money at all in the future? No. Nope. I have no um, contact with him. The courts, the jail can let everybody know that I have not had contact with this man since the day of the parade, actually. Because I was trying to show my proof in the first place. He was lying. He lies about so much. Do you still love him? No. Not at all. Next nope. question. And I mean that. I didn't move the hell on. No. <laughs> you're good. So I, I know it's been a year and plus you're having to relive the trial. So I, I imagine you, I, yeah. I already know. So 
Mm -hmm. Next question that somebody wanted to ask, which you kind of answered, but I'm going to put a little bit more emphasis on it. Will you contact mm -hmm. him for any reason in the future regarding the kid's health, a death in the nope. family, or your success? Mm -mm. No. Nope. Okay. So, no, you won't get my dog doesn't even like him. What I'm saying is, in 30 years from now, you won't go visit him and say, Look at me now. I don't want anything to do with him. I want, I don't want to say that on the phone. Obviously, I'm bad. I want him to die, but no, no, I'm good. My dog believe me, like him. believe me. Don't you don't have to apologize for anything if that's how you feel. I'm there's sorry. Probably, I just know there's no. probably a billion no. other people plus the victims of the people that died that think the same thing. Yes, exactly. Not, don't, yeah. don't nope. I just don't want to say it, but yeah, you know what I want to say. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be Continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. All right. There you have it. If you had any questions about how she feels about Daryl Brooks, I don't think she could have made it any clearer. Always interesting getting the perspective of a key player in a case outside of the courtroom because we know at trials you're very limited in not only what you can testify to, but how you can testify. But I will leave you with this. Brooks, in his sentencing hearing, actually addressed... Erica Patterson. Obviously, I think you. I think I should start with the obvious, Erica Patterson. I want you to know if you're watching, I always have love for you. You're one of the mothers of my children. I can never hate you. I, I refuse. to go that route. <clears throat> always have love for you. I always respect you. We, we, we had a beautiful daughter. I haven't always been right in the things that I've said, things I've done in regards to you. What I will say is it always takes two. I pray that at some point uh, you will reconcile with your children. that you remembered who I am here in my heart.
that you remember that. And thanks so much, everybody, for joining us here on Sidebar. Please subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Jesse Weber. I'll speak to you next time.